a behind-the-scenes experience of the Anaheim Ducks front office with two-time Stanley Cup champion and general manager Pat Verbeek. This is The Beak. Welcome into episode two of The Beaker here on Duck Stream. Alexis Downey joined now by the Anaheim Ducks general manager, Pat Verbeek. Pat, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. I could be doing better, but I'm doing okay. All right. Well, let's get into it. So it's been a tough start for the team. Uh, what is your overall reaction to the first quarter of the season? Well, I, I thought that... Uh, you know, looking back when the season started, I thought we'd be at or near 500. Um, it's kind of been disappointing. Um, I would say I would probably look at the first, I would split the first uh, 20 games up into two different segments. I thought for the first 10 games, um, uh, our team as a whole didn't compete hard enough on the ice to win puck battles. Um, and I think that contributed to some losses. And I think over the last 10 games, I thought that um, our team's competing a lot harder and we're giving ourselves a chance to, uh, to win on, you know, from that aspect. Uh, overall, I think, um, you know, our special teams hasn't been very good. Um, you know, you could look back on the first night, they scored, Seattle scored three goals on us in the power play, uh, on their power play. And it really hasn't gotten much better from there. We're giving up multiple goals uh, on the you know, on the power play or, you know, our penalty kill, if you want to say. And so um, it's just hard to overcome, um, you know, goals when you give them up in the power play. It means your team has to score a couple um, goals on the power play and, and, and our team hasn't been doing very well in the power play either until, you know, actually last night where we actually scored three, which is really good to see. Um, so, it, you know, from the, from that aspect, you know, I kind of, you know, I was just mentioning earlier, I think it's like a golf game. You know, you can look at, uh, you know, your golf game for me, you know, I could be driving the ball well and putting well, you know, in the same round and then the irons let you down and, uh, and, and vice versa. You know, you can mix all the combinations up. I think that's kind of how our um, – first 20 games is gone. Um, we can be doing well in certain segments of the ice and then um, execution and uh, uh, reading of plays let, let us down. So it, there's there's multiple things that are going on. Uh, I would look at um, also a lot of new personnel that you know we, we've uh, inserted into the lineup. Really, uh, that takes uh, it takes time for guys to be able to trust one another, to have confidence in one another, to do the job. Um, and so you're going, you go, we're going through those growing pains as well. Um, you know, and, you know, I would say, you know, some of our younger players, you know, have you know, made some mistakes, but I can't attribute, you know, all that to being young. I mean, some of our veteran players haven't been playing very well either at, at times and, and making big critical mistakes that have, that have hurt us as well. So there's a multiple of things that, uh, you know, that we need to correct. Now you've stated on the record, your intentions to evaluate the coaching staff at the end of the year. Is that still the case? Yes. Uh, like we're early in this process. Um, it's, it's really hard to be able to look at, you know, 20 games and go and go, okay, where are we, um, with the development? It, it takes, you know, the, when I, you've gone back and you look at uh, 20 year olds playing in the minors, um, some of those players don't start reaching their stride till January, um, believe it or not. And, and it's, it's hard for them to figure things out. We're kind of in the same process here with some of our younger guys. Um, so I'm giving the coaching staff and the players time to, uh, you know, to, you know, give them some runway to try and figure things out. 
You talk about the special teams. What are you seeing specifically with that that might be the primary issue for those struggles? Well, I, I think that um, I, I guess execution is probably the easiest answer, but uh, there's certain other things. Like, and as I mentioned earlier, there's um, uh, a lot of new guys uh, in different spots, you know, killing penalties, um, even on the power play. And it really boils down for me, it's uh, it's it's trust, you know, being able to trust your teammate to do uh, his job um, and confidence. And and trust is is really a, a major issue in the sense that if you don't trust your teammate to do his job, you start worrying about doing your teammate's job. And then what ends up happening, you don't do your own job and, and then the puck ends up coming back to where you should have been and you weren't. So it there's certain things that um, – um, you know, those, those things have to be ironed out, uh, on the ice, um, in practice. And it, it's, and really there's a lot of repetitive stuff. Um, whether you look at our five on five play and our D zone coverage, um, we're making mistakes that sh shouldn't, you know, being made at this stage, um, you know, in coverage. And so, um, it becomes a trust thing and a confidence thing as well. Now, with your background in scouting, how are you looking at this Ducks team from that scouting perspective? Well, I, I think you look at individual play, but for me right now, I'm kind of looking at, at two different ways. I have to put my coaching hat back on um, from you know years past in, in the sense that you're, you're looking at systems. How are we playing systems? And then I really have to revert back to being a player. Um, you know, in power play situations where I, I've gotten to play a lot, um, you know, over the years. And and, uh, and so there's certain things that work, certain things that don't work uh, on the power play. Uh, there's a lot of plays that should be automatic, um, you know, so players know it, you know, they shouldn't be dusting the puck off um, and handling the puck too much. It should be one touch passes. And so the goalies are so good now and the defense are so good at reading plays that if it's not one touched, uh, in certain aspects of the ice, uh, the play's never going to happen because the coverage and where the positions uh, of these players are, it's it, they're in good position to break things up. And and it's the same with the penalty kill. Um, even when you're looking at um, automatics, you know, once you have a guy say his back is to the wall, there should be an automatic pressure situation. And guys are reading off, you know, where his outs are going to be. So you can apply pressure constantly on the PK. And, and, uh, so that those types of things, um, we're having trouble with getting that sorted out and, and that it will be a process for that to, to overcome. Now, looking ahead to the future for this organization, it's a bright one. There's a lot of prospects in the pool. I know you've seen a couple of them recently on a trip. Uh, let's start on the defensive end and go through some of those names. Uh, let's begin with Tyson Hines. Well, Tyson's uh, had a really good year. Um, he came into camp. I was hadn't seen this player before, and uh, I was very impressed with him. Um, six foot three kid that can really move. Um, his game is that of a simple one um, in, in with his skill and how he moves the puck simply. He doesn't try to um, handle it too much, which is you know in in the NHL that that's that's perfect. That's what you really want. Um, but he's a really good defender, and I. I really, I've been really impressed with his hockey sense. And there's a quiet side, you know, an under, um, an underrated offensive side to his game that uh, um, when I watched him, you know, about 10 days ago that I was really impressed with. So I'm really excited for him for uh, next year. 
Another name in Noah Warren. Yeah, Noah, <clears throat> Noah's got uh, another year junior. Um, he's kind of been dealing with a little bit of an ankle injury, so his, his, um, he hasn't been able to put up points. But, you know, he's going to be probably at the NHL, he's going to be a big, tough uh, defender. Uh, probably play with a more skilled, uh, you know, offensive player, which uh, at some point, um, looking at him, he's going to be a guy that's going to probably face uh, – the other team's best opposition and be a guy that's going to, uh, well, I, I call him stopper, I guess, you know, just not allow their offensive players to, to do well. And let's look at Ian Moore. Well, Ian's kind of, he's in his second year at Harvard. He certainly, um, uh, I got to watch him last year. I've seen him a little bit before playing with uh, the U18s. Um, six foot three, like very, very mobile defender. Um, He's got a probably he's another kid that, uh, you know, at some point um, would like to see him be a little more offensive because he does have uh, really good hockey sense. And uh, and at some point, I would like to see him make a jump there from his offensive side. But he's a he's he's a good prospect. Tristan Luno. He's having a really good year. Uh, I think. uh Probably, I think what probably scared teams last year from him going in the first round was he had a knee injury. Um, he's really uh, recovered from that. Um, he's, I was impressed with his offensive, uh, his hockey IQ in, during rookie camp. Um, there's a lot of upside for him. He's another kid that's uh, six foot two. I think the biggest thing for him is going to be um, improve. Um, you know, his strength and, and, and skating ability, you know, add that extra step that's going to be needed, which will allow him to uh, be able to make more plays um, offensively, be able to make more plays um, coming out of our zone and to defend better. A couple more names. Uh, next up, Pavel Minchikov. Yeah, Pavel's, um, he's really having a great year in the OHL. Um, he's um, a gifted kid offensively, um, really smart. His hockey sense is... Um, you know, I put it close to, um, you know, excellent, um, which, you know, he, he really didn't uh, show the type of player he was at rookie camp. I think he was kind of feeling his way through. Um, so there's a lot of, um, you know, I could see him and, and Noah being, you know, partners one day um, in the future. And certainly, um, you know, for him, there's things that he needs to Improving structurally his his defensive game. He competes, which is really good. But you know we, we need we're going to need to add a little more structure to his game defensively. There's certain things in his game he won't be able to get away with at the NHL level. Olin Zellweger. <clears throat> yeah, no. Um, I just finished watching Olin. Um, very fast. Um, uh, can you know can lead attack? Can really come from you know from behind and join the rush. Um, he was very good the other night uh, with his first pass. Um, you know, make, you know, making quick plays. I think that, uh, you know, potential power play guy has, has a, he does a really good job of getting shots through. And, and as I just mentioned with Pavel, these guys, the offensive guys, and I'm not worried about it because, um, they can get away with this stuff in junior, but they're smart enough. And, uh, you know, and I think, uh, dedicated enough to really work at their game defensively either, but they're going to, Olin's the same thing. He's going to have to put a lot more structure into his defensive game. Some of the things that he's getting away with in junior, he's not going to be able to get away with at this level. On the other end, Nathan Gaucher. Well, Nathan's uh, a big six foot three uh, 
centerman, right winger. Um, I, I kind of liked him more at center because he can kind of keep playing, you know, in motion. Uh, does a really good job forechecking. Uh, does a really good job in front of the net. And he really hunts pucks down. Uh, wins a lot of loose puck battles uh, to the corners, which are um, which are key to keeping um, offensive chances alive. He's got uh, some spunker, um, you know, testiness and tenacity to his game that I really like. And, um, you know, you'd like that type of player and more of it in your lineup um, because it just makes you hard to play against. And I think that uh, in the future, I, I want us to be really hard to play against. Now, two prospects that you discussed last year for potential to sign out of college, Jackson Lacombe and Henry Thrun. Is that still the case? Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, you know, those those two guys have played really well this year. I, I haven't had a chance to watch Henry yet, but uh, I've had our guys, our, you know, Mike Stapleton and a few of our other scouts uh, watching them. They, actually, they played Michigan this past weekend. Um, uh, Henry had a really good game, um, and so did Ian. Both of them had really good games. Um, so with him and Jackson, I just – Jackson right now, the college game is really easy for him. I mean, he – He's an excellent skater. Um, he doesn't look like uh, um, he's moving up the ice, but no one can catch him. He just looks like he's really coasting, but that's how strong a skater he is. So it's um, those two guys certainly want to get them, you know, with, started with their pro career, and and, uh, and they will have the decision whether they want to sign with us or not. So that's, that's, that's the tough thing about, you know, being fourth year in college, that they at uh, some point can decide not to sign with us. Now, the World Junior Championships are coming up at the end of December. The Ducks have been pretty spoiled recently with having MVPs in Trevor Zegris and Mason McTavish. But what are you looking forward to in that tournament coming up at the end of this December? Well, I think Olin's going to be there for sure. Um, not sure about the rest. I mean, you know, Warren has a chance. I think Heinz has a chance. And even Luno with their play have a chance. So it's... Um, Canada obviously is, is kind of deep, um, in certain positions. So we'll see, I'm, I'm hoping, you know, you know, one more can, you know, join the team and, and, you know, gain a, a really good experience. General manager, Pat Verbeek. Thank you for joining us here on Duckstream on the beaker. <laughs> there it is. Yeah. You're welcome, Alexis. This is an Anaheim Ducks original production on Duckstream.